0: For the 905's, whoever you are, this is Schwal Wars, welcome to the year 2024. Once again we are doing the 2023 Schwa Wars Pro Wrestling Awards a month late.
1: Is it uh, <laughs> this guy right here, would that not, is that offensive now? Well maybe he's just wanting to
0: stay cool. No one knows what you're talking about right now pointing at the television set here. Adam Hayes here alongside the incomparable Jordan Lloyd. Oh my
1: god it's Gilberg, we're watching the 1999 Royal Rumble in the background.
0: I fucking love Gilberg. <laughs> Anyways, we're here, uh, just the two of us. We also have Josh's picks as well. Uh, We're going to be running through our picks. Who gives Uh, a
1: shit what that guy thinks? Well, he
0: sent in his picks anyways. uh, For Vander Cruz as well, for the 2024... Sorry, 2023 Schwa Wars Fantasy... God damn it, you're getting me all messed up here. What show is this?
1: The 2023 End of the Year Award. Thank you.
0: God damn it. We're starting off hot here. Brand new season, brand new year. Already messing things up. Uh, Of course... Uh, We're going to be covering some things like the Best and Worst Tag Team of the Year, of course Worst Feud, wrestler, male wrestler, female wrestler. Um, Also, too, we're going to be doing our Fall from Grace Award as well as the Brass Ring Award. We'll get to that as well and giving you our um, picks from last year as well, seeing whether or not uh, they follow through and are the exact same as last year or not. Who knows? Only time will tell. Jordan? Uh, we've done this, we've done this for a number of years now.
1: First of all, real quick, I do not pity Steve Austin for having to lie face down on the men's room floor of that bathroom. That's fucking gross. It's
0: 1999, man. It was a different time.
1: That's disgusting.
0: All right. Well, anyways, what's not disgusting is these awards. We've been doing this for several years now at this point, even before there was a schwa awards, even before there was a schwa style wrestling podcast. Uh, we've been doing our own version of these awards. Um, And yeah, it's just it's a whole lot of fun to be able to kind of continue this on and this tradition and whatnot and uh, being able to start out the year 2024 by looking back and seeing all the good, the bad and the really, really fucking ugly. So, Jordan, are you ready for this? Sure. Sure. All right, wonderful. Uh, of course, uh, Jordan, it's going to be me, you, only here. Vander Cruz has submitted not only his picks, but his reasonings as well for each of his picks. Uh, AJ, unfortunately, is not a part of this year's uh, awards. but
1: He wasn't asked.
0: No, he was <laughs> Why are you such an asshole?
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know. We're going to be starting off, though, with our best tag team of the year. Of course, last year, both... Myself and you as well as Vander Cruz all chose the Usos as best tag team of the year. Um, For this year, I'm going to just quickly give it off for Vander Cruz. His best tag team of the year for the year 2023 is FTR. He says the following. Had killer matches all year long. Held titles and continued to show the best side of tag team wrestling. Had a killer's trios match with Mark Briscoe against the BCC at the end of the year. Your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, it's his opinion. He's entitled to it.
0: You're like, he's wrong, but I guess...
1: I don't know. I don't know necessarily if I would agree. I mean, they had a good first half of the year, but then they kind of fizzled out in the last half. I don't know. That's tricky.
0: Well, it is tricky. And not the Run DMC music either. Uh, My pick for the 2023 Schwa Wars... Van, or Swal awards for best tag team of the year uh, is going to go to the judgment day. I feel like when it comes to an actual unit, when it comes to even just Finn Balor and Damian priest as a tag team, uh, them holding the tag team championships, of course, right now is the, you know, undisputed tag team champions, whether it be on raw, whether it be on pay-per-view, Judgment Day always delivers, and you always know you're going to get a solid contest, and you've got great athletes a part of that stable right now. Even with Dominic Mysterio learning on the job over the last, like, year and a half, who is really coming into his own, as an actual tag team, I look forward to Judgment Day matches because I get a great dynamic between the big man, smell man, uh... You know, dynamic between Finn Balor and Damian Priest. It's always great television matches, regardless if they're in the ring, of course, with you know Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, or if they're in the ring with like you know uh, Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes recently when they had their little tag team thing near the end of the year. Um, I've always been a big fan, so I for myself, Judgment Day, aka Balor and Priest, are my tag team of the year. Jordan, what say you?
1: Um, FTR would have been a. See again, FTR had a good first half of the year. You know, I mean, even then, FTR had like a good like quarter of the year.
0: See, that's what I was thinking too. Like is... they didn't
1: start out strong during like the the spring and the early summer. They had they they turned really hot and then they, they had... kind of like dropped their titles like abruptly out of nowhere and then they kind of just disappeared from TV.
0: Well. They had their thing with the Briscoes at the end of December, yeah, and then I mean, and Jay in the, died. And
1: in the, Yeah, I mean, that's not funny.
0: I am no. not. didn't say it was funny, but then they disappeared after a while after that.
1: Yeah, and then after they had that the three-match series with Juice Robinson and Jay White on television.
0: Which was fantastic.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah, after that, they kind of just fizzled out a little bit, and then they lost their belts on well they did they fizzled out a little bit and lost their belts abruptly to a team that was a makeshift team
0: well that's not a team you're choosing so who are you no playing?
1: i'm gonna pick the judgment day too all right they the judgment day was a gimmick that honestly when it started probably couldn't way with what they had planned for it was doomed to fail i mean even after they lost edge i don't think a lot of people gave up faith on it where it's like well we don't know We don't really know how much longer this is going to last without
0: Edge. Put a timer on it, you know, see how long it lasts. Pretty
1: much, and, like, some of the weird supernatural plans they had to deal with. But, like, they persevered. They found their niche. They got over. The Judgment Day is over. Like, I don't think anybody can argue that. Um, They work well as a unit. And then, yeah, they found a tag team in, in amongst that unit that works. Like Finn Balor and Damian Priest got meshed well together as a team. They have good chemistry. And they've worked on tag team continuity. It's what started out as a makeshift team, now feels like a real tag team to me. And it's like I agree. And they can have better. They can have good matches really against any team. Like they Owens and Zayn, they had great matches with this year. They had, they pulled a killer match out of the the Creed brothers. I say pulled like the. The Creed brothers are good, at least in my opinion. But, like, they led two inexperienced rookies in a main event of a Monday Night Raw, and it was a great match. Um, yeah, the Judgment, Day, the Judgment Day pulled their weight this year.
0: Absolutely, and that is, of course, why you and I have picked them as the best tag team of the year, and, of course, Vander Cruz chose FTR. Uh, that goes now to our worst tag team of the year. Last year, both myself and you selected the Blondes. Of uh, Brian Mars Pillman, blondes, yeah, uh, Brian Pillman and uh, Griff Garrison. Which now, how times have changed now with uh, Lexus King now in NXT. Yeah, uh, AJ also selected the blondes, but he doesn't matter. And uh, Vander Cruz selected Queen Selena and Carmella. Okay, just forgot they were even a tag team. Me too. Uh, I will go first for mine before going to Josh's. My worst tag to the mirror is going to be Angel and Humberto. And it's not because they're not good athletes. It's not. It's just the fact that, like, they were stagnant for so long. You kind of just, you see them and you're like, eh, okay. You just, like, you you know they're okay athletes, but you know they're not going to be given the time or day. They were given weeks upon weeks of build on NXT of like, oh, we got to do this for our family and our heritage. And, like, we're seeing things in our dreams and we're being scratched in the middle of the night with our chests and then they came back, and they were in NXT, and then they were getting a push, and that lasted a week and a half. And then they got lost, and then they lost, and they lost, and they lost, and they lost. By the way, did I mention, and they lost. Uh, and now they're back here in WWE on SmackDown as the uh, the flunkies to Santos Escobar as uh, the new...
1: I feel like they'll have a better 2024.
0: Yeah, no, uh, they they'll be a showcased a little bit more, which is fine. Um, it's just... Let's call a Spade a Spade. It just wasn't their year. It wasn't a great year. It wasn't a great storyline. And it was changed the channel bad and even hokey. And that's even saying something for NXT purposes uh, when it came to what they were pulling off. So, my worst tag team of the year goes to Angel and Humberto. Jordan, we'll go to you next. I think we're going to Josh next. All right. We'll go to Josh next uh, as I pull up his thing here. Uh, his worst tag team of the year for the year 2023 is going to go to the team of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens.
1: Is he nuts? Get that idiot. Get him on the phone.
0: It says, he, he literally starts with a sentence, listen. <laughs> so he knew already that we were going to react to this, and then probably... You're whatever.
1: insane. When Kay. you're listening to this, I'm talking directly to you. You are insane.
0: Well, hold on. Let's hear his reasoning. It says, listen, this one hurts me to say, but what started so promising ended so poorly. They had one of the biggest accolades by main eventing WrestleMania for the tag titles, then were barely used properly, barely defended them, and then just lost them. They are, there are teams who, lost them wh- who have lost way more, but gets this my vote for having so much potential and then just doing nothing noteworthy after being the first tag team to win tag team titles in the main event of WrestleMania. Such a damn shame.
1: They did nothing noteworthy? Sami Zayn stood in the middle of the ring in Saudi fucking Arabia in a main event.
0: I think they literally mean as a tag team. As like, in a
1: tag team match with uh, Kevin Owens. And they beat the fucking bloodline. He's nuts. <laughs> Josh, I love you. You're insane.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's his opinion. That's his pick. He's wrong. He's
1: <laughs> wrong.
0: We can look back on this and maybe he'll, you know, think differently. Or maybe we'll, you know, think differently. Who knows? There is
1: no way (laughs) that Indus was a better tag team in 2023. Is that your pick? Yes. Okay, thank you. Than Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You want to talk about a team that had potential? Yeah. They took weeks building up Veer. Which was that last year?
0: Yes, because yes, we went to the live event. And we're like, holy shit, we found Veer.
1: It, it all blurred <laughs> together so much that I even forget that was last year. They spent weeks building up Veer as this like unstoppable monster. Are you sure that was last year? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might have been twenty twenty two. Maybe I don't even anyway, know. anymore so they spent weeks building him up. He has a, a, a series of like squash matches on television, then disappears. This is around the time when Vince, when Vince was ushered out. So clearly, he was a Vince McMahon project. Goes back to NXT. They team him up with Sangha, who has, I think he was a stunt man.
0: I don't in know. India, or good, good of, look, good size though.
1: Yeah, yeah, some kind of like acting history or like some kind of like Bollywood movie history over there. Um, yeah, he's got a good look, good size, good presence, green as shit, but. They, put, they come up with the idea, and they team together, those two teamed together on NXT before, so they come up with the idea, let's make them a tag team. And for a while in NXT, I mean, like, they were getting booked, they were getting used, they were getting pushed, they were they were building them ever so slowly, but still building them. Then, they give them, honestly, another thing to help them succeed, they give them a manager, they give them Jinder Mahal, a good mouthpiece. Nice,
0: three, what, nice three-man unit right there.
1: Yeah, say what you will about it, being a wrestler... But he's a good he's a good mouthpiece, he can talk.
0: Yeah, he just proved that recently on Raw.
1: So it's like you you all the tools and all the recipe for success were there. But they just didn't use them. They never use them. I don't even think they've had a match since they were brought up to the actual main roster.
0: Uh that's not true. They had a squash against somebody and then they had another random match and then other than that, that's it. So
1: this goes to my point. The fact that I can't remember that is the problem. If uh-huh. you're not you maximizing your time on television that I even remember you've even had a match, that's an issue.
0: All right, well, there we go. So uh, I guess for our 2023 worst tag team of the year, myself goes with Angel and Humberto, Jordan with Indashir and Vander with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Nutcase. <laughs> uh, let's move over to our worst feud of the year. Uh, last year, I chose Daniel Garcia versus the BCC uh, because of the whole, is he a pro wrestler, is he not a pro wrestler angle, which is dumb. Uh, Jordan, you chose The Miz versus Dexter Loomis. Oh,
1: man, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: See, that's why we do this, because it's a whole lot of fun. And um, jo- uh, Josh selected Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey.
1: Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Yes. <laughs> that was Yeah, a leading
0: thing. in the Survivor Series last year. Yeah,
1: that was a thing. Can I uh, start?
0: Uh, well, hold on. I'm actually going to... I'll save you for last for a reason. uh Josh, uh, for this one, he selected Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey as his worst feud of the year.
1: I'll, 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 I'll just piggyback. That was mine, too.
0: That was also mine, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All,
1: right.
0: All right. Well, let's get Josh's thoughts here. Uh, he said, just sloppy. Ronda sucks on the mic. Not a great match to end the feud, but a good push for Shayna that didn't really go anywhere after that.
1: Also, not a real great way to usher her out of the company.
0: No, after... The fanfare and the prestige that she was given. Like,
1: never has something that started out so hot ended on such a wet fart. (laughs) Like, like,
0: Rowdy Ronda Rousey. The wet fart. Like, really? That's what happened?
1: (laughs) Anything else? (laughs) Well, like, the fans gave up on her. Yeah. I mean, she didn't do herself any favors either with insulting the fans no, that are not supposed it, to give up on you. It was
0: after the WrestleMania lost to Becky and then her shooting her she mouth could, off. She couldn't that, that was yeah, it. she
1: couldn't keep her mouth shut. You can't expect to insult the fans that are going to want to pay to see you and then expect them to still want to see you.
0: And they're like, oh, she's working heels. She's doing this. I'm like, nah, she was no, cutting cut to the bone.
1: She's just being herself. Yeah. She doesn't respect pro wrestling fans. She thought... That because she's just Ronda Rousey, we should all bow down and immediately just consider her the end-all be-all. Which, no, that's not how it works. You gotta earn wrestling fans' respect. You do! And if you insult them, wrestling fans are some of the most passionate and loyal fans in the world. And if you, if you insult them, they won't stand for it.
0: Yeah, there's one thing that a lot of people seem to forget, They're like, oh wrestling fans don't remember. No no. No,
1: No, we remember.
0: Wrestling fans we remember. Don't, we
1: don't forget. We
0: don't remember math. From <laughs> <laughs> we don't remember geography and stuff that we learned in school. But by God, we remember you insult We us, remember Coco Beware took the first tombstone in Survivor Series 1990. Yeah. Like we know this shit.
1: And if you insult us, we're not gonna forget that. Well, so, like, they tried to do it. I mean, she clearly, when she came back on that last run, she pro- She clearly had a, a directive There was like, look, I'll be here for as long as I can until my deal runs out. Let me work with Shayna just once. So they had that quick little run with the tag team titles that really didn't matter or mean anything.
0: The few that just happened out of nowhere where you didn't know who was the face, who was the heel.
1: Yeah, because they had no time. They were like, we got to get this match out of here before she's done. And then when they had the match, the fans didn't care. It's honestly, honestly, they were waiting for her to leave.
0: Well, they had an MMA rules match, and... which that's
1: difficult to do in front of a live crowd to actually keep you entertained and engaged. So it's like, and it just didn't work. The, there was no reaction. The fans were honestly just like waiting for her to leave. They were done. They were over. Yep. And then she lost, and then she was never heard from again. She just disappeared into the night. It's like that's. One of the biggest stars in mixed martial arts becomes a pro wrestler. And it's like, honestly, her per exit was
0: meh. Well, Vander, you and me, we all agree, which is kind of amazing since we never you know, <laughs> talked about it or anything like that, that Shayna um, Baszler versus Ronda Rousey is the worst feud of 2023. Moving on to our best feud of 2023. Last year, I selected MJF versus CM Punk. Jordan, you selected FTR versus the Briscoes. A little sad now thinking about that. And uh, Vander also selected MJF versus CM Punk for his best feud of the year. Um, would you like to go first this time?
1: I will defer. God damn
0: it. Gotta <laughs> go first? No. All right, you want to go first this time? No. I was
1: ready to go first that time because I was ready for that one. Really. All
0: right. Well, Josh will go first then for this one. His best feud of the year is Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline. What what basically took hold on Q1, I'm assuming he means quarter one of 2023, Samley finally broke free of the bloodline and had a meteoric push from the company and the fans, which a lot of people wanted to see him take the title from Roman this year instead of Cody. Tons of emotion in there, had a huge ovation in his hometown at Elimination Chamber, and capped it off by winning the main event at WrestleMania with KO with with the Tag Team Championships, from the Usos, who I like to defer are his worst tag team of the year. Um Wait what? No, I'm just I added on. Like the oh, fact that oh, like yeah, that yeah, like yeah. it's a feud of the year which led to then him having the worst having been, tag team of the year. I just
1: it's funny what the fuck does that make sense?
0: Whatever, regardless. Uh I'm also gonna piggyback on that as well. Did I he also, <laughs> Did
1: he take this up bleacher report?
0: Look, I also said Sami Zayn versus the bloodline. The fact the emotion of everything we had I read and I I listened back because I was going back in the archives, which you can as well, anchored.defense slash Wild Wars podcast. And I was listening back to our 2022 episode to prepare us and remember who we picked and stuff, so we can write this stuff down. And I remember saying and hearing from uh, myself specifically that WWE has a real big problem of obtaining monster pops. And I said the last big one that I remember was Drew McIntyre when he eliminated Lesnar for the Rumble.
1: Uh, it, fast forward now, there's been like 10
0: And now, that's <laughs> what I mean And like the last year alone With some of these like matches and matchups Or whatever, the things that have happened We've had so many memorable moments That have led because to holy and shit You know sto- what I mean?
1: Because the storytelling has vastly improved since what? then
0: And like some of the returns And the things that you never see, like the CM Punk thing But I digress, going back to the Sami Zayn thing And the Bloodline In that one angle alone even leading up to that for the end of 2022 just that january to march ish i'll probably say even april
1: there's
0: like four or five four or five at least minimum as well as he's right there was a but there was a potential of like holy shit what if sammy does win this
1: he could have beaten him and honestly you could have pivoted from what the plans were and i think it would have been fine but
0: it could have been the same thing as foley when he won the title and then lost it a couple weeks later
1: yeah it could have.
0: But they obviously didn't want to mess with the reign and the legacy and the you know the title, blah, blah, blah. And especially with Cody and stuff like that, which is fine, obviously, in hindsight, which is funny because he lost. Um, yeah, like I agree with everything that Josh said 100%. So, Sammy Hussein versus the Bloodline, also my feud of the year. Jordan?
1: Mine is... See, mine's similar, but like we were just talking about this before we started recording. Mine is pretty much the same thing, but like mine I would... Incorporate like Sammy uh, the Bloodline against like the WWE roster in general.
0: All right, I'll put Bloodline versus WWE. That's fine.
1: Yeah, because like you said, from like January up until June, I think Mm -hmm. that was pretty much the main priority angle that was like dominating the the dominating the product on television was just like whatever combination of guys. Against some combination of the bloodline, it was like where you had like the stuff with Kevin and Roman at the Royal Rumble, which led to the Sammy turn, which was one of those monster pops we were talking about. Then you split that off into Sami Zayn going against Roman Reigns in his hometown in Montreal. The the atmosphere for that was nuts. Uh, you spun that off into like Kevin and Sammy against the Usos, and then you put Solo into the mix, and then you get Cody Rhodes in there. Literally, you you had like any number of like combination of matches. You could you could basically book like six months worth of television off of those a those one, two, those five, four guys in the Bloodline. Yeah, going up against anybody, you could want.
0: And what the cool thing about your feud is too is think about now leading into twenty twenty four, when the issue before was who are your real big stars and main eventers, anyone that the Bloodline, especially even Roman, has touched got better got better, and is now perceived as a many-event level talent. Yeah. Sammy, Kevin, LA, LA Knight, Knight Jey Uso, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Like, Randy Orton, who's already a main eventer, but now in the mixture too. AJ Styles getting a bit of a resurgence. Like, anyone and that... that
1: is, and that's what, a ch- that's what, like, A, a WWE champion is supposed to do. That's what a good heel is supposed to and do. And what a good heel is supposed to do is bring people up to your level to elevate them to make them better and perceived better than they were before. So like they hit lightning in a bottle with the bloodline and then once it starts to cool down and run its course, I don't know if they're going to be able to like reach that height again for who knows how long, if, if at all.
0: Well, right now we're on a boom. I mean, everything comes in peaks and valleys and life and wrestling in general. So we we'll, only time will tell with that. Uh, speaking of uh, booms and stuff like that, that leads us to our next category, which is a, a war that we started last year for the very first time. It is the Brass Ring Award. Last year in 2022, I said that the brass ring goes to Sami Zayn. You said Braun Breaker. Vander Boy, said
1: Boy was I wrong. <laughs> Van,
0: Vander said the acclaimed.
1: Boy was he wrong.
0: <laughs> and AJ also said Sami Zayn. Um, I,
1: I'll start this one now. Absolutely. I don't think it's I don't think there's any other choice here.
0: There's two. But there's one definitive one.
1: There's one definitive one that I feel like at least two of us probably said, and if it's not LA Night, I will be shocked.
0: I thought you were gonna be like, with everybody you shouldn't with everybody with said everybody it.
1: said. It. I mean, the the man went from I mean, number one, he's in his early forties, but he A it doesn't work like he's in his early forties. It works all. like he's twenty. Like, he doesn't miss a step. He went from being, and he went from being saddled with probably one of the worst gimmicks you could ever be saddled with, Max Dupree, a manager of the Maxim male Models, to then a year later, being one of, if not the most over guy in the company, one of the top five merchandise sellers in the, for the entire year, mm-hmm. like consistently in the top five, He's one of the only guys who's like who actually feels comfortable on the microphone. Who like it comes natural to you. Like you can buy it, you believe it, you can tell he's not reading a script. Like it's honestly like he L A. Night is like a throwback to like the old days style of pro wrestling,
0: which is fun too. Considering a year ago, as well, like for, with Royal Rumble going to be happening on the twenty seventh last year, the Royal Rumble was on January twenty sixth. A year ago. He was fighting Bray Wyatt in that Mountain Dew pitch black match that everyone that was saying. That did
1: not go well.
0: And it didn't go well. But it might, like, he was just starting to get a small little buzz and everyone's like, oh, man, like, Bray Wyatt's being, you know.
1: There was a, there was a time where people.
0: Which, which I know everyone's going to be like, oh, well, Bray Wyatt's dead we I do can't like, talk I, shit. And again, no, I'm not every, we're not going to, we're not, I'm going to call a spade a spade in this one. No one was looking forward to that feud. No everyone thought it was well, gonna be a death sentence potentially for LA Knight, I, especially after he just got his gimmick in after being Max Dupree.
1: I was looking forward to it because I'm like, okay, cool. Two two great, interesting talkers on the microphone. I'm like, this could be some like some firecracker television, at least on the mic. And they're capable in the ring. Again, I don't. I'm not speaking ill of the dead here because, like, I don't want to. But like, there was a perceived Bray Wyatt curse at the time, where like a lot of people who worked with them did not come out in the end better. Mm-hmm. They they were fumbled with. They just didn't have the same level of success. Like sometimes they were booed when they were on a hot streak. That they had to then become heel. Um, there was a perceived curse that working with Bray Wyatt was not didn't end well for you for some people. That didn't happen with him. Like, the fans latched onto him. They didn't let, they didn't, he didn't lose anybody after that. And again, yeah, he went from being Max Dupree to now main eventing pay-per-views.
0: Yes, and is now going to be a part of the four-way. He's going
1: to be in one of the main events this year at the Royal Rumble. Again, for the WWE title. Right. After already main eventing a pay-per-view for the WWE Championship. I I don't know when it will be, but I, I think there will be a point where he is the WWE Champion. When? I don't know. But I think it's going to happen.
0: Or potentially the World Heavyweight Champion.
1: Either one. He I, he, I think he will be a World Champion within the next two years.
0: Well, I'm going to just say for myself and Josh, we also both agreed that LA Knight is the winner of the Brass Ring Award for this year for 2023. Uh, Josh quickly said, someone who's been criticized for being too old to be a top star or being a copycat of the Big Attitude Era stars has really pushed through all the criticism and found his footing this year one of the most entertaining guys on the mic, a pretty solid worker. All he needs now is to win a championship and to keep that push and momentum going.
1: And really, like the criticism where he's he where the people are like, Oh, he's too much like the rock, or he tries to pretend to be the rock or pretends to be Steve Austin. Who in the wrestling business is not borrowed from someone they saw before? Of course. Everybody does. Sting took Ric Flair's woo, like everybody everybody does it. Right. It's like, that's not something really you should criticize people about.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, So that, of course, is our pick for the 2023 Brass Ring Award. Now it is time for our Fall from Grace Award, which is someone that we believe that, you know, just we really want to do well. We had hopes for them. But man, oh man, did 2023 did not do any favors for them.
1: I want to start this one.
0: You can go right ahead. Well, before you do that, hold on. First of all, uh, last year, I said Vince McMahon was my fall from grace after owning the company hey it was a great it was a great pick after owning the company and then the scandals and stuff and then we we're like oh we'll never see from vince again oh ah, spoiler alert he came back in 2023
1: well, he came back sold his company and now kind of quietly got pushed out of it and now he looks like
0: that cartoon character
1: yeah he looks like a he looks like a 50s gangster
0: uh jordan last year you said brian danielson
1: why did I say Brian
0: Danielson? Because he was just like not living up to the hype, not winning championships, etc. Eh, that's true. That's true. And uh, Vander said Hangman Page. I remember there was a lot of expletives. Enough said. And AJ <laughs> said uh, CM Punk, which is kind of funny and ironic now, looking where we are now in the beginning of twenty twenty four. Go ahead, you would like to start, so
1: Adam Cole. Like, what? Solid ha- pick,
0: like, actually.
1: What happened? Like, what happened to Adam Cole? Like the guy can't stay he got, he
0: got sick and then broke his ankle.
1: Like he can't stay healthy to save his life. Like he came back from an injury, then immediately gets another injury. Like he derailed uh he derailed probably one of the hottest things that AEW had going with that like makeshift friendship with him and MJF.
0: That jumped the shark.
1: That jumped the shark? It barely even got going.
0: Yeah, but then it jumped the shark. Explain like with the whole Roger Strong thing and the next Oh yeah, thing.
1: yeah 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um the and I, he broke Don't forget the devil. Well, yeah, he broke his ankle with one of doing one of the stupidest things. He just jumped off the ramp.
0: And he blew his ankle into a, a million he, his pieces. foot
1: exploded from like jumping off the ramp. Like how does that even happen? <laughs> Like, he can't stay healthy to save his life. The fact that he can't stay healthy, like, he blew a big angle that they had, like, probably one of the most over things they did have, was, yeah, that makeshift team with him and MJF.
0: Thankfully, he didn't get hurt for, for before Wembley.
1: I mean, yeah, he was the main event of Wembley Stadium.
0: <laughs> Which Tony will remind us, by the way, Wembley.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't win. Like, he really had no significant angles in 2024 other than the MJF thing. Like, he blew the main event in Wembley. He got to keep he got to be one of the Ring of Honor tag team champions while also still being hurt, which makes no sense to me. Like MJF defended those titles on his own for like four months. Successfully. Successfully. Which goes to show you why the fuck did he need Adam Cole if he could do it by himself.
0: Well then he needed Joe, but yeah.
1: But he did it a couple times on his own. Um yeah, and then he gets they, we get to the end of what the who the grand like who's the devil storyline. And really they had an option to do something potentially interesting and they pretty much did what everybody expected anyway.
0: I think they did the right thing by playing the safe card personally.
1: I mean, sure. And also There was now, no there
0: was no answer that was going to be like, "Oh shit, it's like It's either you play it safe or you're going to disappoint somebody or piss some people off. And
1: also now, he is now back in another faction that has now recycled WWE IP twice. Like, never Uh, has there been an... Like, seriously, AEW has a hard-on for trying to steal the Undisputed Era name from the WWE. mm -hmm. Like, they had the Undisputed Elite that didn't work. And then Bobby Fish got fired, and Kyle O'Reilly might, his fucking career might be over. And now they have the Undisputed Kingdom. Yes. Which, whoopity-doo, we'll see how that goes. Put a clock on when Adam Cole gets hurt next. As my phone goes off, that's probably my clock. That's my alarm (laughs) clock.
0: Well, I guess that's your timer as well for your uh, part of the segment here. Uh, my next pick, at least for myself, for the 2023 Fall from Grace, uh, is gonna be the Hardys.
1: Oh, oh, oh one more thing. Yeah, and you also oh. mentioned, too, those shitty fucking segments with Roderick Strong, some of the worst television that's been put on TV this year.
0: So bad that the audio cut out and they re it again.
1: They showed it twice on fucking television. They tortured their audience <laughs> twice having to see that.
0: Alright, well, anyways, as you, uh, cut the balls off my pick there, uh, my pick is the Hardys. Like, also valid. like... Good Lord. Like, one of the most respected respected, and decorated tag teams in the history of this game.
1: Jeff does himself no favors.
0: No, he doesn't. And then, like, Matt as well. It's just... It, it's You know what? It's not even really their fault. I mean, some of it... Some can, of it is. Some of it is. But a lot of it comes down to just the decision-making of AEW. And I don't know if that's because Tony is banking on this whole... Christian and Edge will eventually do their story with, so they can fight each other, and then they'll get together so they can retire, and they're going to wrestle the Hardys. And I think that's what he's going to do. So, in the meantime, the Hardys are just sitting on backburner mode, well, and Jeff's wrestling in Texas Chainsaw Massacre bullshits. Oh, my and, God, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I, forget, f- I didn't forget about that. I
1: forgot about that.
0: And, like, you know, Matt Hardy and Jeff are, like, losing in, like, three minutes to other random underneath tag teams to set up them to potentially lose to the world tag team champs it's like
1: tony had like what the
0: hell man like honestly an
1: option like he was given the hardy boys on a silver platter
0: twice twice Twice. with two different ways that he could have brought them in he
1: was given the hardy boys on a silver platter and he bumbled it and fucked it up twice (sighs) and sure you could be holding out for doing that magic edge and christian versus the hardys match but once you beat the Hardys into powder where people don't care about them anymore mm. what's the point yeah no one's gonna care I don't care if no. you told me that match was gonna happen tomorrow I wouldn't care
0: I'd be like cool is it on rampage cause I'm still well, not gonna that's watch prob- it yeah
1: cause that's probably where it's gonna happen
0: I don't know. Anyway, so that's my pick. The Hardys, the Fall from Grace Award, which is just really, really freaking sad. Uh, Van- Based on
1: how this is going, it's very clear where our tastes have shifted towards Like, what's good and what's not this year.
0: Vander's Fall from Grace for the year 2023 is Jungle Boy Jack Perry.
1: Ooh, that's a good one, too.
0: <laughs> he says... <laughs> I'm not going to say this word.
1: Uh, Let me see the word. Let me see. Where is it? Oh, you can say that. You can say it. He's a cuck.
0: Of a kid who doesn't listen, and before we get into the whole thing with Punk, it's not just about him. He noted that he to, he is was noted to not listening to anyone about what happened after All Out in England, and hasn't been even seen since the suspension. He was pushed a lot as a face, and they were trying to build him up as a big heel before too before all this went down. But his fragile little ego put a stop to that. And thank God he puts it in brackets.
1: Yeah, where is he? Like he's not suspended anymore.
0: They just have nothing for him. They have no idea what how to use him.
1: I mean, which goes to show what how good of a character he is. He's went had a brand new heel turn. He's getting pushed on TV. Gets suspended. It's almost like they forgot he works there.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well. It's a great pick All of us actually had Really good picks With that one Any one of them Could have been a 1A, 1B, 1C In that one So uh, But those are our Fall for Grace For the year 2023 I just
1: need to point out The fact that In the background Where the Royal Rumble 99 Is going on Jeff Jarrett Just came in the ring Yes He looks exactly the same As he does right now
0: Well he's not covered In Texas Chainsaw Massacre Fake blood
1: No And he also has That really lame crew cut But like oh, I thought
0: you were Going to say Debra let has got that well, really Lame Deborah.
1: That really lame Debra <laughs>
0: Uh, speaking of females, though, that leads us now. Then perfect segue to worst female of the year. Last year, I chose Lacey Evans. Jordan, you said Zia Lee because she was never on TV. That right? was your, that was your answer. <laughs> right? Vander uh, chose Shotzi, and AJ, even though he's not here, said Dewdrop. Drop.
1: Oh, Dewdrop. At
0: least she got changed her name, and then she inherited a championship.
1: She didn't inherit it. She took
0: it. She took it and said, "This is mine now." <laughs> this
1: is mine now. I'm your partner.
0: Um, we're going to start off with Vander with this one As I'm uh, quickly scrolling through To find whose pick uh, Should have had this up beforehand And there you are uh, His worst pick for the year 2023 Is Shotzi Two years in a row Again? <laughs> He says quote Hasn't improved Keeps having stinker matches Botches etc <laughs> Used to have a cool gimmick That they stripped down to almost nothing only notable thing to her this year was her costume choices for Halloween Havoc.
1: They really did. They, I wouldn't say they stripped the whole thing away. The only thing they really took away was the hair. Like, the tank is still there. The music's still there. The yeah. Attitude is still there. Yeah.
0: I mean, she has been featured, but. Right, she yeah. sucks, but yeah, she's <laughs> featured.
1: Alright, well, fair enough.
0: Alright. Uh, what's your pick?
1: I don't know. Like there's been I feel like it, I mean there's one that really sticks out to me.
0: All right, we'll just if it's one that sticks out, then that's probably the answer. Nia Jax. There you go. <laughs> like, N- Which also by the way, that was uh AJ's pick in 2021. Just throwing it out there.
1: Nia She was How long was she gone for? At least a year?
0: About a year, year and a quarter.
1: Nothing's changed. She came back, she's still just as bland and unentertaining as ever. She has the same match. It looks like she hasn't made any efforts to try to like get better or try to I don't know, I don't th- you know what? I would guarantee she probably never worked in that whole year she was gone.
0: I think she did a couple of random indie spots, but she was asking a whole lot of cash.
1: Where? And like if you want to get you're only going to get better if you work. And clearly she wasn't working at least not enough.
0: But she didn't want to or didn't think she had to,
1: probably. That's a problem. I know. Because she's not that good. Like, be having the sobbing size like that will only get you so far. It's like, you have to know how to work while being that size. Unless like, she, she doesn't. Mm. Sure, she hasn't hurt anybody yet. But, like, well, knock on wood, wherever you are, that she doesn't end up hurting somebody. But, like...
0: Although, when she first came back and started slaughtering bitches in the ring, I thought she was going to hurt somebody. Especially when they gave her the, uh, yeah, the bonsai too. drop,
1: which she she did the yoko one on a couple people, which is unsafe. The kickback on the ankles, yeah, yeah, which yoko would do to people he didn't like. Um, I don't know. I don't. Time's only gonna tell how much how long she's gonna last. But like, she already doesn't seem important. I mean, yeah, she just beat Becky Lynch on television, which that shocked the fuck out of me. Actually, to be honest, I thought it was gonna go the other way.
0: I I knew it was gonna go with Naya. And for the story purposes I was kinda glad, but anyways.
1: But like she to me she's got go away heat.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, my pick for the worst female of the year for the year twenty twenty three, um, is someone when I think professional wrestling and an athlete, at least I can picture Nia Jax as a, a threat in the ring.
1: I thought they we were going to say he's an athlete.
0: <laughs> like she is not an athlete. Uh, well, you know what? She at least can carry herself in the ring and does somewhat of the moves in a yeah. conceivable fashion and yeah. plays to her strengths yeah. of being a good, uh, a big girl. Um, this person, uh, she's not even the size of a fly, but she's got cute little doilies. My pick is Riho. Oh, yeah. I just, she barely shows up at all in AEW. And then when she does, it's like, hello, I'm here for a title match. And then she gets like, a title match. You don't deserve it. And then she just like walks around with her blood, with her. It's not even the, it's not even the size all the way, like all of it. It's just, it's the, the face, the demeanor, like, there's no expression she, when she wrestles. Like, she doesn't sell. It doesn't
1: look like she takes anything seriously. Does she
0: ragdoll? Can she do the moves? Yeah, she can do the moves. Okay. But I'm so sure a, a chimpanzee if you train them properly. Oof.
1: Okay, I'll give you that. Nia, I don't like Nia Jax. But you're right. Riho. Doesn't look the part. No, she doesn't look the part. She doesn't act the part. And,
0: and she, she's she, beaten basically everybody in AEW.
1: And she it doesn't look like she ever takes it seriously. So you're right. You're definitely not wrong. It's a very valid pick.
0: Yeah, so just for that reasons and a whole lot more, just for time purposes, my picks, Riho. Uh, next up, I think a lot of us are just going to say this should oh. be a sl- this should be a slam dunk. Okay, so
1: hold on, Let, let's do it on one, two, three. One, two, one, two three. Real quickly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it, it, There's not a whole lot of explanation we need to get into for that. Josh Josh said had a dominant reign this year, winning the Royal Rumble, winning the championship at Mania, going through most of the roster. Sometimes wish he was doing more wrestling over Judgment Day segments, but she still earned the spot this year. I will say, and people have been now saying it on commentary, I've been saying this under my breath for months. She is the reincarnation of fucking Sherry Martel, Someone that can bust her ass. Who said that
1: on commentary?
0: Someone did, I can't remember who it was I think it was Corey Graves And I heard that I'm like that, motherfuckers in my brain <laughs> Sherry Martel Was a great worker A great promo A great look, a great manager She was a utility player In every aspect that you needed her from And I see everything like that In Rhea Ripley And I'm not just saying that because I've had a hard-on for her Since the moment I saw her many years ago I'm saying that because like by and large, Rhea Ripley is the biggest star that the WWE has in the women's division in a long-ass time. And I think that a lot of this has to do with the dynamic between her and Dominic, which have both helped each other well, see, gain I'll, some sort of popularity, both positive and negative. Uh, and, I don't think it's negative. Well, I'll, no, 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 no. I'm saying negative because of like, the Dominic heat, quote-unquote, and then the positive, like the mommy chance and whatever. And then, you know, just the, you know, the coolness factor that she has and her beating people's asses and her showing, like, herself as a strong, independent, badass woman, which both men, like, for, and then also women are like, hell yeah, that's my girl.
1: I'll piggyback off of something Josh said, where he said he wished that she would be a part of less Judgment Day segments and more wrestling. I'll go out on a limb and say this, that if a lot of it wasn't for the Judgment Day, a lot of this wouldn't have happened. Agreed. Like the Judgment Day was a was the shot in the arm she needed to go in a new creative direction that has gotten her to the point where she is right it now.
0: It saved her career, really.
1: It, it really did. She floundered for a couple years when she got brought to the main roster, and the Judgment Day saved her.
0: Before that, we were even talking about in last year's segment that you, like how she was floundering that tag team with Liv Morgan.
1: Yeah, a, a, a makeshift team that nobody gave a shit about, and like now. She's, the, she's one she's, of, if she's not the, the, the biggest girl. star in the company. She's the biggest the female biggest star. Female star in the company. Yeah, and without the judgment day, I'm hard-pressed to say that a lot of that would have happened.
0: All right, well, we don't need to spend too much more time on that because uh, we're running desperately out of time and we got about two more categories to go through here. Uh, so we all say Rhea Ripley, 2023. It's fucking obvious, people. I <laughs> come on now. If you thought it was going to be anybody else, shame on you. Uh, worst male wrestler of the year, though. Last year, you and I both said Omos. <laughs> Vander said Miro. AJ also piggybacked and said... Actually, no, he didn't. Uh, Miro said... Uh, sorry, AJ said Otis.
1: What did for... Miro say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said, my God. <laughs> and my smoking hot wife. No, um, AJ... I'm going to kill you. A- AJ said uh, Otis for two years in a row. Because he hates the walking He just fun. had a
1: vendetta against Otis.
0: I don't know. Well, thank God he didn't have a pick this year. Because I'm sure it would have been three in a row. and It I... would have been Otis. Probably, um, this year for I'm just gonna go quickly for this one just because he's not even really worth my time. Lance Archer.
1: <laughs> I forget he even still has a job. That's my point. <laughs> he yeah. shows
0: up, all badass for about two weeks, <laughs> on rampage, yeah. wrestles in one match against a lower mid card to upper mid card babyface, loses, and then disappears for another six to eight months.
1: Yeah, and then he's just gone.
0: And like, then yet, go? And yet we're supposed to treat him like he's, you know You know, some sort of a badass. I'm sorry, at this point he's the goddamn modern version of the warlord. Pretty much. He's he's all all look, no substance. And that's a shame, because the guy can work, he's an impressive looking big man, he can be pretty scary, he's yeah. got a moveset, he has all the tools, it's just Tony Khan's like, Well, I have five hundred other toys to play with, blah blah blah. And just like and then again, it's just not Ah, fuck it. I don't even care. Lance Ant- <laughs> Archer. Lance Archer. It's not even that you're the drizzling shits. It's just that you're pushed like the drizzling shits. You're and, the
1: shit you take when you got to go and nothing comes out. And
0: you're not even a fall from grace because I didn't have high hopes to begin with you in the first place. So that's, <laughs> so that's gotta, my reason. You got to be
1: high up to fall.
0: Yeah. So. what
1: did Josh say? So
0: be that as it may, that's my worst wrestler of the year. Uh, Josh, this year, are you ready for this
1: one? Okay.
0: Are you ready for this one? I, I wrote it down in advance.
1: It's going to be one of those weird things where it was like AJ when he was like, my favorite feud is Bobby Lashley versus Bruce.
0: No, 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 we're not doing that. Uh, His worst male wrestler of the year is Roman Reigns. Why? Despite, quote, despite his fourth longest title reign, he has defended the title like five times all year round. was that any different from last year? And have basically put on the same match every single time. The bloodline story has gotten pretty stale this year and isn't really doing anything to propel him forward from the like years prior.
1: He doesn't need to be propelled any for more forward. He's as over as he's going to get.
0: Well, that was his pick.
1: That's a hard disagree on my my end from him now again. Your pick? Oh my God.
0: <laughs> You're like, I'm going to talk to
1: this guy <laughs> after this. i got to see this guy tomorrow. <laughs> We're gonna have words.
0: we're <laughs> not gonna throw hands. Oh. All right. Jesus. Who's your pick? Worst male wrestler of the year. Go.
1: Honestly, Adam Cole again.
0: So not easily a fall from grace, but he's the worst of the year too.
1: Like, what's he done? Like he came. He was one of the major. You sub- could have picked Luther. You could you have, have wrest- picked Sir. You, have you could breath- have picked Sir Pentico. You have to wrestled to be one of the worst wrestlers of the year. Oh, my God. Like, seriously, like, what has Adam Cole done of note other than the that small little run with MJF? Nothing.
0: You could have picked Akira Tozawa.
1: Akira Tozawa has entertained me more this year than Adam Cole has.
0: His side shuffle.
1: Yes. He has. It's true. Anyways. Like, so Adam Adam Cole, go ahead. And, yeah, Adam Cole came into that company as one of the major marquee signings. He was honest. He he would have been used as a star in the WWE if he had held out and waited just a few more months, or maybe like a year, and held out. Triple H would have been in charge of creative, who was a major fan of his. Think of how differently it could have been. How differently things. There'd be no
0: Judgment Day. It'd be the undisputed era on Monday Night Raw.
1: Really, it would, but like I wouldn't say that's a bad thing. But like since he's come to the to AEW, he's done really nothing of note. He's been in he's had lame feuds. Again, he's in part, been part of some of the worst television this year with those stupid Roderick Strong segments. Also, honestly, some of the segments he just did with MJF in, in general were stupid. Mm-hmm. Like they were all really bad segments. There might have been one or two that actually made me laugh, but they were all corny, dumb. They were like circa two thousand nine WWE.
0: All right. And so, he's been hurt
1: for most of the year, so
0: so it's a lot of the same as you said before with his fall from grace. But yes.
1: All right. Oh,
0: yeah. There we go. So uh, I said Lance Archer. Vander said Roman Reigns. You say Adam Cole for your worst male wrestler of the year. This leads us to our final category of the year, ladies and gentlemen, best male wrestler of the year.
1: I will volunteer to start. 2022,
0: this. myself, you, Vander, AJ. We all agreed. Tribal Chief was number one. Roman Reigns.
1: Yes. I will volunteer to start. Please do Seth Rollins
0: Okay We all have someone different
1: Mine is Seth Rollins I was thinking about this today There's It's rare that you can have a guy That's been there for so long Like 10 years at this point Like he made his debut I believe it was Yeah Survivor Series 2013 so Yeah he's been there for over 10 years now And still never phones it in always gives 110% every match especially now when he's got this nagging back injury that he has like he's never slowed down he always he never phones it in he's one of them he's probably one of the most consistent guys they have on the roster he's taken guys this year that were maybe not really thought of as like main event guys over the past couple years and he pulled main events out of them that were convincing that were entertaining that were fun mm-hmm. he got a good series out of Nakamura He's gotten some good matches out of McIntyre. Um, yeah, he's had some great matches. He had a great match with Jay Uso recently on Raw on a main event. I'm hard-pressed to find anybody that's as consistent as he is right he, now. He's the go-to guy. He is. He really is. You said it before. Like He's become almost, almost like the gatekeeper of the WWE locker room. Mm-hmm. Like He's the elder statesman, which is weird because he's not that old.
0: No. <laughs> um, Josh's... Is- Best male wrestler of the year. Uh, His pick is the longest reigning intercontinental champion, Gunther.
1: That's a good choice, too.
0: He says, quote, longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time, killer performances this year, one of the best matches at Mania this year. That's it. That's all he has. And again, you can't argue with it. I mean, you can't can't argue with the success. You, You tune in every time he's in the ring. You're intrigued by the, his matchups.
1: He's, he's made the Intercontinental title must-see television. Yeah. Which it hasn't been in years.
0: Yeah. Like, he can disappear for, like, weeks on end and come back, and you're like, oh, shit, Gunther match.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, you want to see who his next challenger is going to be, too.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, he made The Miz popular. Yeah. Again.
1: Again, it's like, yeah, you'd be hard-pressed to argue that. I'm not.
0: My uh, best male wrestler of the year um, is going to go to... Um, Someone who, quite frankly, we all thought the story was going to end, and we all thought that he was doomed the night after WrestleMania, and thought, what the hell's going on? But you know what? He bounced back, and he's not lindered in any way when it comes to his popularity. In fact, some would say it's even stronger than it was before the night of WrestleMania this year, or last year. My pick is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. You want to talk choice. You know what I mean? Like a guy who won the Rumble. A guy who, like, went to a main event in WrestleMania, who took that loss in stride, who turned it around, who got something out of Brock Lesnar.
1: Not just something. He got three matches out of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And they were all different and they were all good. That never happens.
0: And then, you know, doing his thing right now with Nakamura. And of course, like just teasing the thing with the bloodline still. Like keeping himself. Popular in the people's eyes, relevant.
1: He had some great, fun stuff with the Judgment Day like, like the last half of the year too.
0: Like, say what you will. Like, regardless of what happens at this year's WrestleMania, with now Punk in the mixture, now with The Rock potentially in the mixture, with all this stuff happening, Cody Rhodes still has maintained his level since the moment he walked into Mania against Rollins as the guy. Of of, the babyface division. Well,
1: think of it this way. At
0: least in my opinion.
1: Now, think of it this way. Now that you have CM Punk in the mix, Mm -hmm. and now that that The Rock is, now his name is thrown into the ring for whatever's going to happen with that, the fact that people are still saying amongst all that, but what about Cody? Yeah. Is proof enough.
0: Yeah. Because people are like, oh, well, it's over. Like, these are the people, like, whatever. It's like, no, no, no. We've invested time. We believe in this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's not over until the fat lady sings. You know what I mean? Like
1: no, it's not.
0: So who knows? I mean, only time will tell. What WrestleMania coming with this entire year? I mean, it'll be fun to see with a lot of our picks with best and worst when it comes to like you know male female tag team where they're going to wind up being at the end of 2024. Only time will tell. I'm very excited to be able to see where that transpires. I know about you. Um, that's pretty much going to do it, though, for this week's episode. Next week on the show is something that has already been taking place for a few weeks now that we've already been in the know about, but you fans have no idea. That is, of course, the uh, the 2024 Schwa Wars Fantasy Draft, which has already been taking place over the last like couple weeks. And uh, finally, you fans get to be able to kind of see, hey, who got picked? Who is actually the best of the best? Who's actually you know going to be on people's teams? Well, I will let you know. There are ten individuals all transpiring to be the absolute best of the best this year and to win themselves a little uh special prize at the end of 2024. Uh, of course, competing in this year's tournament. If you do not know, uh, of course, is uh, the the first inaugural champion Vander Cruz, gentleman Jeff, Marcus Gold, Ethan Strong, Jesse Amato, Bill Chase. Chris Hazard, Bruce Lundersen, Gunnar Lang, and yes, the man sitting directly across from me, the 2023 Schwa Wars Fantasy Draft Champion himself, Mr. 500, Jordan Lloyd. I won. <laughs> I feel like it's the end of, uh, you know, uh, Christmas Vacation where he's like, I did it.
1: <laughs> it's Breaking Bad. Are we safe now? I won. I <laughs> won. And there's nothing Josh can do about it well
0: he, he's gonna try his damnedest when it comes to this year's uh game and of course you'll be he able to will th- try you will <laughs> you will be able to see who they drafted on their teams and a whole lot more when it comes to the individuals I mentioned prior uh, in that coming episode so that will be released next week till then ladies and gentlemen my name's Adam Hayes thank you very much and we'll catch you on the next one.